technology show technology am i right (laughs) i suppose okay if we must uh it took two people to replace lex friedman which is uh i think he would be uh, surprisingly uh enthusiastic about i guess (laughs) Mm-hmm. <laughs> but i mean and, and why did we, and why did we bring them here <laughs> oh i i i thought we were desperate was that not it John? <laughs> okay just checking okay fair I mean, enough both, i mean that's that's kind right, of our brand really desperation so. mm-hmm. uh, uh we you didn't bring us anywhere we told you we were taking the show <laughs> yeah i John mean I, the, to be fair this is a coup john i did oh yeah our, our tanks, are, tanks? Yeah. Our <laughs> tanks <laughs> are halfway to the rebound hq yeah uh, not, the, not the russian guy this yeah, one's actually say, succeeding yeah, yeah that, that, that really. didn't end well you're, for that guy proceeding with it so no that guy's got a an appointment with a window he's, doctor. He's living yeah. his best life in Belarus for at least the next two weeks. Is that what they call them? Window doctors? Uh, that's for sure. I like that. It sounds yeah. like, yeah, it sounds it's like Russian. A, like, well, it's the, an official, I, I like an official that, title. I like that that's how they get in the door, right? They're like, oh, no, no, your windows. They're very sick. Yeah. <laughs> Come here. I will show you. I, I am, I, I'm now expecting all the uh, cancellations from, you know, like... The, from, the, uh, from the Russo files? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, all the... Yeah, right, yeah. sure. Oh, all the, I yeah, think we, we are, we are big... <laughs> we lost them a long We are time big ago. into Kremlin people, is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Kremlinology. I see those... Uh, I mean, that, that yeah. guy... Oddly, Kremlinology, that guy... am I right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that guy has a subscription to like polonium tea. It is. It, <laughs> uh, everybody sucks. Everybody in that. Like, um, it's. I'm laughing, but only because it sucks. Everything is stupid, except James Thompson. Hey, man. This feels like the old times. It's like it is. Yeah. It's like Lex is swanning off around the world, uh, currently in Paris. Yeah. And and the, yeah, they needed us, uh, or yeah. we needed oh, them. Sure. I mean, we all needed each other. It's symbiotic. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm too lazy to edit yet another podcast, so <laughs> I'm going to make most do it. Dan, I'll pay you a dollar to sync this up. <laughs> I'll <laughs> do good. the rest. That's good money. Sync it up, yeah, I'll do it. God, I screwed up Biff again last night, and I had to go back. And, who cares? Anyway, long story short, uh, tell me about Dice, James, and 3D. Oh, yeah. Tell, tell got... us about Dice in my, in my living room. Well, okay, so... Uh, we were brought here because we are notionally the experts in the Vision Pro. At least the only <laughs> experts we have. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, like, I have not had one on my face and uh, anything like that, but they released the SDK this week. So developers have been poking at it. And uh, I got Dice and Peacock running within about the first hour. Um, and there wasn't, I mean, I say running, you know, like it compiles, you can do stuff, but it's not like taking advantage of the actual device in any way. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, it, it was interesting to sort of poke about at the simulator and actually see how this thing is supposed to work and how you how you make apps for it, uh, which is kind of different and kind of the same. Okay. So, and, yeah, go ahead, Dan. Oh no! I I was I'm curious. 
What is? We were the... hoping you guys would just talk for forty minutes. Oh yeah, we were going to take a seat. <laughs> I mean, back. we can do. That. <laughs> you guys are just going to fix a cocktail. And, uh, what time? It's it's eleven a.m. Yeah, yeah it's eleven fifteen. Two fifteen somewhere. For that somewhere is here. Yeah, it's a little early for second cocktails from malts. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I'm the I'm the Hobbit of drinking. <laughs> Look, I I have extensive notes for this podcast. I will have you know. Admittedly, they're notes for another podcast. I'm going to be on later in the week. Oh, <laughs> wow! Just wow! Wow! <laughs> All right. Okay, All well, right. uh, that's fine. okay. Fine. Cool. Thanks, James. We'll talk to you later. Okay. Hey guys. Uh, <laughs> I, I so, shouldn't be honest. This is my doubtful. Uh, no, no. That's why none of us like you. Um. <laughs> That's My, not the reason you know it. <laughs> so, okay, here, here's the thing. Let's just uh, broadly explain the device. Um, uh, Vision OS is effectively a yet another iteration on iOS, and I don't mean that in a bad way. It is uh, another take on the same old uh, Darwin kernel and the same device stack. Everything is kind of similar. There's been some new additions to uh, the, the actual kernel for the R1 chip having some real-time capabilities bolted onto it. Uh, but in terms of a programming environment, it is very, very iOS-like. Do you think that's fair to say, James? Yeah, I mean, like, the thing can run iPad apps and, I, and right. iPhone apps, like, out the box. So it's got all that stuff. Um, and then it's got the... the I mean, it's called to XROS in... Uh, Zeros, please. Uh, X Xcode because they completely forgot to change it or didn't have enough time. Or Several whatever. of the WWC sessions refer to it as XROS. I, I can tell you that they did not know. Like people were shocked to find out that it was Vision Pro. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. I, I've definitely been at WWDCs where like the the product name is written on giant letters on a whiteboard in like the presentation uh, prep room, so mm. that people don't call it, you know, Marzipan <laughs> or whatever. Right. Yeah, well, they were and they were joking about that on, on the talk show. The fact that they, they were like, yeah, we, we were trying very hard not to use the code name. <laughs> yeah, literally, no. Like, I'm I'm familiar with uh, people who worked on the project, and like nobody knew. Nobody, there was no inkling of it. Everybody was surprised and happy about it. Anyway, uh, the device itself is more akin to an iPad than a Mac, James. Yeah, no, I, I think that that that's very true. I mean, it it is slightly more sophisticated than just strapping two iPads to your oh, face. Sure. Um, but <laughs> that sounds terms, like something that I'd try. <laughs> <laughs> that that's probably what the developer kit was like, or at least two phones strapped to your face. Um, it it's it is an interesting device because like you, it's iOS based, so you can take your existing app and pretty much if you've got something that is relatively modern in terms of uh code like i think they were saying anything from a, like about ios 14 style apis onwards should be there and works you can just mm. compile it and run it and you will get your app looking terrible but it will run <laughs> it's be like in a window uh, essentially right I mean, yeah it'll run yeah. in a window and it also depends like swift ui uh, like apple has been pushing swift ui heavily for the last couple of years and this is one of the reasons why is like yeah. if you run your Swift UI app, it's going to look a lot better than if you run your UI kit app. Um, Swift UI, just to sort of maybe for the rebound listeners, I'm sure they're aware of it, but it effectively. Are you saying breaks... that they're idiots? Uh, <laughs> no, he's talking that that's the, that's the hosts. Yeah. That we're, <laughs> yeah. Please. We are, yeah. we don't know what we're doing. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
<laughs> I was about to take a swipe at all of the, the listeners, and I'm not going to. Well, let's have Guy and James on and have them insult all of our listeners. <laughs> I don't know. Every now and, and then, then disappear somebody again. Bu- somebody yeah. bumps up a volleyball and you want to spike it. It's like, no, that's just going to hurt some kid in the face or some innocent person. <laughs> anyway, um, the Swift UI effectively divorces presentation from. Uh, the way that you describe the scene. I'm trying to find the words to describe it. Uh, you describe to Swift UI what it is that you want to have happen and, and how you want to show it, but less so in terms of frames and putting pixels on the screen and more so in terms of intent. Is that uh, a yeah, high-level explanation? Yeah, and it means that you can have your Swift UI and it can run you know, on a Mac and look more like a Mac and run on an iPad and look more like an iPad. And on this thing, if you run it, you'll get all the sort of see-through glass effects and the spacing and everything should be generally right. Right. Um, So rather than just drawing something, you're like, hey, give me a table view and it'll do table view appropriate for everything from a watch to a Mac to... An a television to, or whatever. To a television, yeah. I thought I thought the transparency was interesting because as someone who has long hated, I mean, I hated it when it came to Windows, and then I hated yeah. it when it came to the Mac, and I always turn it off. And now it suddenly seems like, oh, here's an actual good use for it because if you have something that's strapped to your face and you're moving around, you want to be able to see that there's like a desk behind the window that yeah. you're. <laughs> That you're looking at because it becomes a safety issue, and, and it's not like it's not like the standard sci-fi movie, completely transparent screen mm-hmm. that would be yeah. a nightmare. To you can see, yeah, but you can yeah. see the outline. You know, like there's something there, and I should be careful. <laughs> Somebody is running towards me first. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> um, anyway, so so the idea, like, um, if you've done the Swift UI thing, if you followed Apple's orders then you know you're in a reasonably much better position uh with this thing if you've got a ui kit app you can make it work and but there's going to be a certain amount of sort of more fine tuning involved uh like and you know you might want to rethink how some stuff actually works in your app um pcalc and dice work fine there's some spacing issues some stuff which i think is bugs and so on but uh Mm broadly they work but the and and i think with peacock you know uh i do not think the world needs a extremely immersive calculator <laughs> that you sort of sit on the top of a mountain to perform your um, calculations that's the only place yeah. i do math uh but i i can see more of an argument with dice that you uh want to do stuff 3d like so dice is right. 3d and i've got it running and it's th- you know, it is using a 3D engine to draw stuff, but it's completely flat because I'm right. using SceneKit, which is the Apple's old and I think much nicer 3D engine. Uh, that has not been brought over in a way that it can render any content with depth. So if you wanted like, uh, you know, the, the obvious thing with Dice is that you would have a little 3D tray in space or sitting on your table or whatever, Um yeah. that is that something reco- you can like i'm just curious because they didn't really show off in the demos that we've seen of having stuff in like a horizontal plane 
right? Like most so, stuff is presented as like a window, and maybe that's because we're seeing again iPad apps adapted. So and the, that makes sense. There's, but. there's three different things that you can have basically for your for your um, scenes, as they call them. You can have windows, which self-explanatory, it's a window, although it can have some three D elements in it. There's a new thing that they've added where it's like the way you display an image and you just say, you know, display this 3D thing and it will kind of hover off the the window so you'll get some depth. So you could show, you know, like a, a, a little map or, or something. Uh, the, other, the next thing up is called a volume and that's basically like a 3D window. So it's got a, a height and a width, but it also has a depth to it. And you can put 3D objects and stuff in that. It's got a fit. It's got a size. I can't remember if you can actually resize it, but it, it's got a size and you can't draw out of the, the like little <laughs> box that you're in. But that would be the kind of thing you would use for dice. So I could have like a little 3D tray. Is that, uh, is that a virtual? I mean, is the box invisible or is it a literal box? That you no, it's, it's, a, it's an invisible box, but it's <laughs> yeah, like okay. a... Yeah. It's like the walls. So of it the takes holodeck. up space. Yeah, right, right. Okay, it's a defined space within. Yeah, you, but you it, basically say this is the cube I'm going to play in, and mm-hmm. that's what you get. But but it, it also yeah. importantly it works like a window. You can pick it up and you can drag it and you can move it around. Right, right. So it it it's just yeah, it, it's like a window, but it's got it, it's got depth to it. Um, right. And th- then the next thing you have is what they call very confusingly spaces, and those. Um, you basically, you pick your immersion level for those. So you have uh, mixed, which is just like sort of AR so that you will see the real world. And then you get progressive, which is the thing where you can twist the digital crown and swap between uh, seeing the world and not seeing the world. And then you can also say full, where which is just full immersion and uh, nothing else. And when you're in a space, it's just... Uh, your app you don't see the windows or anything from other apps and that's kind of like where you can do um like custom hand tracking and place stuff around and mm-hmm. you have like ultimate control over what stuff is and i think that's the kind of thing you would use for games mm-hmm. um and and so you kind of like you have to pick well you don't have to pick because you can you can change between them and you can have multiple in the same app but you really have to think about what your app is going to be. I mean, for Peacock, I think really what you want is a small window off to the side of your spreadsheet or whatever it is you're doing. Yeah. Um, But for Dice, you know, there's an argument to be made for for both the volume one and the spaces one if if you want to, like, chuck Dice around your physical room. Well, here's the important question, though, James. Are those custom Dice? (laughs) (laughs) Well... (laughs) I, I mean, ask for like, a very specific reason. He's, he's just trying to—he's trying to sell a suit, James. Yeah. Just go with it. Roll with it. Right. Trying to sell a lot Literally of suits. Literally roll with it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I am actually in the market for a suit today. Oh, I need to buy guy, a suit. Guy, well, you're in the market. I'm not for joking. Suit. I'm not joking. We have a deal for you. We have, have a wedding to go to, and I don't think it's going to happen in time. But let's hear the sponsor business. I'm mean, I, excited about it. I really am. I'm, I'm, I'm about well, to buy a I am delighted, guy, that you are here in a perfect scenario. Because this week's episode of The Rebound is brought to you by Indochino. Look, we all want to look sharp during wedding season, like our pal Guy right here. But it shouldn't be expensive. 
I went to a wedding recently. I had to fly down to Texas, had to get a hotel room, had to rent a car. All that stuff adds up, right? I mean, it's expensive. It's not cheap, especially if you're traveling with the whole family. With a custom-fitted suit from Indochino, you can look good and create memories without it costing a fortune. Plus, you can have everything exactly the way you want it by customizing every detail on your suit, shirt, dinner jacket, and more. And it's all available in a range of colors from, you know, your traditional black or gray to burgundy or olive or a classic Hemsworth navy, which I think is when Chris and all his brothers <laughs> get together and on a boat or something. Is that a Hemsworth <laughs> navy? Laughing at my own joke. I'm trying so desperately. No, well. I'm desperately <laughs> trying not to make a Titan joke <laughs> all right well i i have uh i own an indochino suit john owns some indochino pants lex owns two indochino suits the show off um i i went to the showroom and got fitted by the people on site there who were very helpful i know john you ordered your pants online uh yep. it's great i mean the getting a suit that's like fit custom to you feels like something that should be expensive but it's not expensive it's very affordable, and that's kind of a delight. I mean, we all like to we, we like to look good, especially when you're going to a fancy event where there's tons of people. Yeah, uh, I, I recently got fitted at an Indochino store here in Ottawa, and it was a delightful experience. Uh, and I am about to order a suit like today ish kind of thing. If I <laughs> ever stop, well, if I ever stop talking to you guys, <laughs> right, off this <laughs> but well, here's the thing: is there a code I could use? Well, I'm, I am so glad that you asked. Look, every suit's made yeah. to your exact measurements. You can customize every detail. You can create a suit that fits you and your style perfectly with options for fabrics, lip, lapel shape, custom monogram, statement linings, more. And they also have tuxedos if you're going to a fancy a black tie wedding starting at $579. Why rent when you could buy a custom tux that you can rewear for years to come? Indochino also offers completely custom fitted shirts, casual wear, and more. Get a superior wardrobe personalized to your style and taste without the luxury price tag. They're always adding new pieces and options. So you can stay on trend and in style. You can explore their refined, yeah, explore their relaxed yet refined approach to spring suits with their new spring fabrics. RSVP knowing you've got the perfect look all wedding season long from Indochino. Uh, go to Indochino.com and guy, here's the part for you. Use code REBOUND to get 10% off any purchase of $3.99 or more. That's I-N-D-O-C-H-I-N-O.com. Promo code REBOUND. And our thanks to Indochino for sponsoring the rebound and being one of our longest term and most delightful sponsors because they're keeping all of our listeners looking great, including Guy. Yeah, I, I, I'm not joking. I, I am deadly serious about having to buy a suit. And and I <laughs> honestly, the first thing I turned to was like, okay, Indochino, because yeah, my dumb friends keep talking about it. And <laughs> I, I, I like also, I believe you, like you, you. All seem genuinely enthused by it. So the pants great. are great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Someday, anyway, someday, John keeps showing up at weddings in just his pants. If there's a, if there's any problem, it's that. <laughs> Look, I, yeah. I'm just going to wear a Vision Pro to the next wedding. That's oh. <laughs> you don't, uh, you don't even have to come to the wedding. You can just wear the Vision Pro, and it's like your. That's right. Yeah, I'll, I'll just get somebody else's recording of it later. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. There's nothing better than having your your officiant show up in a in a Vision Pro and recording the whole oh ceremony. My God. <laughs> It's gonna happen. We all know it. I know. I know. I'm kind of. I'm. I'm getting married soonish. As soon as I get dragged to the. As altar. soon as you get the suit. And, uh, <laughs> as soon as I get the suit. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Just a what sea of visions, about? bro. We were. <laughs> uh, we were talking about the different modes in which you uh, can use these apps, James. I, I completely agree with you that I think P Calc is. Uh, 
I'm trying to uh, the 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 thing that pops into my mind is desk accessory. Mode. Yeah, I mean, that, you know that, what I mean. In in the in the most fond, amazing way about it. The like, only like, thing that pops into my mind is that I might do something where you can like turn it into a little three dimensional calculator, like or physically sit on your desk or something. Mm. Like I was hoping you know, for. Yeah. Have you ever seen the movie Big? Yes. Where they have the <laughs> piano that they jump on. Can we have a giant <laughs> calculator that oh, we can like d- hop all d- dance, over? Dance, dance, revolution. Yeah, there you go. Calc, I, calc, sure. revolution. <laughs> hmm. uh, yeah, I like the calc, calc, revolution idea. That is good. But I, I think, yeah, all this stuff is possible. I mean, like the first thing they showed off was like Microsoft Office. Sexy, sexy. Setting the tone for this device and uh, the kind of apps that are going to be on it. Um, I think so, that's interesting though, right? It, like it's... It's a statement yeah, it, like this is not a joke. This is not uh, even like this is serious even, business. This is not. Your I would have liked nothing quest. better like than the, a like the metaverse thing version of Clippy that just pops out at you. I think Clippy is I think, yeah. maligned. I would like <laughs> <laughs> Clippy deserves a comeback. Sorry, John. What were you going to say? No, it's just that um, it is. I get office seems like a bad example to me but sure. i think the idea is to stress the fact that it that it runs right. like a computer that it runs apps that it is i mean and i think that was the biggest takeaway for me from the presentation was simply that it is more like a mac to at least to a certain degree than anything like it before right i mean right. i never got i mean maybe i never i never really looked into the Microsoft offering and it's now defunct, so it doesn't matter. But okay. I would guess that one was probably the most <laughs> business like yeah. of the yeah, right. Yeah, of the, I mean, uh, the, of the other the alternatives. Quest Pro is the other one which, you know, has done exceedingly badly by the sounds of it. Well yeah. I mean what does what does badly mean? Like I, I I think the market is still sort of poorly defined and so, you know, who knows? I, I don't I don't think it made a lot of money. But it, it's you know a market that everything seems like being interesting. Yeah, investment right now, right? It's it's right. groundwork still. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean this is, is certainly which... ambitious. I think that's the thing. Is it's ambitious yeah, and mean, expensive. Yeah, and I do think that showing off Office is like uh, Dan Bricklin's PhysiCalc on the Apple II. It's like, hey, this weird thing that you may have at home, a computer at the time in what, 78, 79, 77, whenever it was. Guess what? Now you can. You know, have your groceries. Fire your account. Yeah, like that kind of like that kind of thing turns it into uh, this is a serious thing. Even if you're not only going to watch James Cameron movies on it, like <laughs> this is an excuse to be like, hey, look, you you can do real, honest to god stuff on it. I think programmatically, as we were saying at the top, it is similar to uh, to an iPad. I think in terms of the utility that they are trying to get across, it is more similar to a Mac. Does it seem like in some ways it is the almost the attempt? Like this is the kind of thing for a while there, Apple really played up for the iPad is the idea of like the computer revolution. And that, while the iPad has been very popular, it never quite slotted in there, right? Like we've all and seen people and probably have tried at some point to like shoehorn the iPad into like, I'm going to make this my computer. And it never quite, 
panned out for most people, I think. Like, it's yeah. still a well, good even, device, but even, it didn't quite do that. And I think maybe this is in, another in crack the at that. In the next generation, they have all of the iPads they can replicate, and <laughs> they just stack up on Picard's desk. Because why? <laughs> Multitasking on the iPad stinks. It stinks. It's bad. Guess what's great on the Vision Pro? You uh, can leave your virtual iPad in all these different rooms. Like, oh, exactly. where did I leave my mission report from Riker? Well, it's in the ready is, room. <laughs> I was just a, watching yeah. a Deep Space Nine episode last night when Jake is rushing off to school and he drops like four, <laughs> four, <laughs> four iPads. iPads on the floor. <laughs> Look, yeah. I mean, I literally did that when I was playing with stuff. I, I was like, I went into the settings app when I was in the kitchen in the, the virtual uh, apartment that you get in the simulator. And then I was setting up my app in uh, the bedroom or office or something. And I looked around and I could still see the settings app just like hanging out in the kitchen. And <laughs> That's I mean, where it belongs. <laughs> it's, just, it's, an, it's an, I think because we're just playing with a simulator and mm -hmm. I... I think none of us have actually tried the real device. Um, well, I un unless guys got secrets. No, no, I don't. Yeah, I mean, I've I mean, got a lot do. of secrets. <laughs> no, <laughs> I've, got, I've got a lot of secrets. I really I mean, do. He but, is, uh, no, he is I secretly haven't... a scroll, but he's never used the Vision Pro. That's exactly <laughs> it. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually. Uh, I'm the time traveler from that episode of TNG where uh, the guy's just like, uh-oh, I can't tell you what's going to happen. <laughs> oh, God, I hate it. that episode. Oh, God, me too. They're, so, they're so gullible. But, it's just that, like, oh, he I says know. he's from the future. He must be. <laughs> Is it, yeah. I think yeah, it's it Matt Frewer, so. yeah. Yeah. He's, um, he's, a, he's a delightful character, but not as delightful as James. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I think the point, the point that I was sort of heading towards was... Uh, you know, the, the simulator is a kind of a weird way of yeah. of playing with this stuff because it's like playing a video. It's game, obviously right? it doesn't like well, it doesn't feel yeah. It's it's like playing Quake with spreadsheets or whatever. It, it's um, you're not you don't know what it feels like to use right. the thing, and I yeah. think that's the, that's the main thing that I was thinking was like when we were all developing uh, iPhone apps. Um, you, we were doing it in the simulator. And then once you actually got a physical device and you used it, it makes, like, some things make a lot more sense the way you yeah. do them. And I think that's going to be the yeah. same with this. It's like, until, I think until people have actually got one on their face, it's going to be difficult to get a feel for what's the best way to do stuff. Um, and so I think the first apps that you're going to get are going to be basically ports of iOS apps that have been cleaned up a bit. Maybe some you know, trendy 3D junk dropped into them. Well, but I, cause I think point. it's going to take a while. <laughs> yeah. I mean, to your point, I think it I makes a lot of sense because the, the interaction model is totally different. You're, you're fundamentally using it through an abstraction layer, which is still a pointer on a screen or a game controller or something like that. Whereas the whole, I mean, one of the things that I think sells this so much more than potentially the competing headsets is like things like the eye tracking and the gestures. And you don't have a way... To, to do that, right? You don't Simulate have a way to interact right? yeah. with it using those things, the way people are actually going to interact with it. So I agree with you. I think I think what you're going to see is people sort of just playing it safe at first because they're just going to be like, well, let's just port the iPad app over because we know it works and it, it'll provide you know a basic level of functionality and it'll be very familiar because people are used to using their iPad apps. But like, yeah, until you sort of 
rubber hits the road and you're like, well, okay, now, but now this is a pain because I have to do it this way instead of, oh, people are all doing this with their, you know, gesture yeah. controls or eye tracking. And, and or you, you can do some stuff like the, there's a thing, uh, uh, called ornaments where you can basically yeah. take toolbars and other bits of ui and move them out of the window and they kind of like float uh either above or, or on the edge or something the, the revenge of ns drawer yeah um <laughs> and i love drawer I, it's you can still fake it but man I'm, i was sad when they took that away but the, that's the kind of thing like i yeah. could do that in dice fairly easily right. and just move yeah. the controls out so they're out the way and it makes it feel more like uh, a native uh, app but it, yeah. but it's still kind of it's just like a pretty 2d app um mm-hmm. so then, wait this is this is kind of where i wanted to go or uh, pick a vein on uh scene kit is not deprecated but unloved i, I mean <laughs> it, it's it's like it's got it, uh, there's a big stamp on it that says do not resuscitate but yeah it's it, it's working you know but it, it's no it's no so good for should doing... we uh, let's let's describe the difference between the sdks uh sorry the uh, the apis uh between scene kit and reality kit let's scene let's kit... Let, hang on a second let's let's tease that um because we need to do one more ad read <laughs> and and that'll make that'll make sure that everybody comes back everyone come back because the they want to hear about api differences exactly yeah, yeah yeah because this episode of the rebound is also brought to you by factor now that it's summer, you might be looking for wholesome, convenient meals for sunny, active days, or for days when you're inside programming for uh, Vision OS. Uh, Factor is America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit, and it can help you fuel up fast with flavorful and nutritious ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. You'll save time, eat well, and stay on track reaching your goals. With Factor, you can skip the trip to the grocery store. Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are ready in just two minutes, which is faster than restaurant delivery, for sure. And you can elevate eating at home with their new upscale surf and turf options like roasted garlic filet mignon and shrimp. Factor offers more than 34 delicious weekly meal options to fit a variety of lifestyles, including keto, calorie smart, vegan and veggie and protein plus. And because they're prepared by chefs and approved by dietitians, each meal has everything you need. Plus, you can select more than 45 add-ons, including breakfast items like this is going to get me right here because... (laughs) Because <laughs> lunch is coming up. Apple Pro- cinnamon Protein pancakes. Plus didn't get you. Apple, okay. <laughs> Apple cinnamon, cinnamon pancakes, bacon and cheddar egg bites, cold pressed juices, shakes, and smoothies. Oh. And you can rest assured you're making a sustainable choice because factors factor offset 100% of their delivery emissions to your door, along with sourcing renewable electricity and featuring sustainably sourced seafood. So uh, they sent us uh, some meals, and uh, it was it was conveniently uh, we had a bunch still in the refrigerator after we got COVID, and it was so <laughs> great to have something that was easy to make and also super delicious um, while we were not can, can able we just, to to can move we around very to the, well to, to the listeners that. You did not lose your sense of taste during your COVID outbreak. Oh, absolutely you, not. No, right. that was yeah. That was that was. <laughs> just, I want to underscore that. Was, that that was definitely a plus. But right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, and man, they were really, really good. I mean, I have to say, yeah. and and they were super convenient and just being able to heat it up in two minutes. And everybody in the family really enjoyed them. My son, who is not a smoothie person at all, really loved the smoothies. So uh, this June. Get Factor and enjoy eating well without the hassle. Simply choose your meals and enjoy fresh, flavor-packed meals delivered to your door. Ready in just two minutes, no prep, no mess. 
at defactormeals.com slash rebound50, that's five zero, and use the code rebound50, again five zero, to get five zero percent, fifty percent off your first box. That's code rebound50 at factormeals.com slash rebound50 to get fifty percent off your first box. Our thanks to Factor for their support of this I hear that Guy was just waiting sounds... to get lunch right after this, so now we've taken care of him. <laughs> I, I will. I, I, I do like that Moles uses Factor as his uh, after 11 a.m. cocktail. <laughs> uh, but honestly, uh, I love to cook. When I'm really in no do... condition to cook. Right. <laughs> exactly. I really do, do love to cook, but uh, uh, Amanda uh, uses a meal kit service and at times, and it is actually pretty good, and I think we're going to... I'm going to convince her to try factor at this point because it uh, seems to expand yeah. the possibilities of it. And like, I really do love to cook. It is a hobby. It's something fun. I find enjoyment out of it. At the same time, some days you just it requires want to a eat lot a really of good meal yeah. and you don't have the amount of, the amount of time that you want to put you, into it. You I'm going to gift it to my parents because my mom is sick and tired of cooking for my dad. <laughs> you, you have to use every single one of the uh, rebound promo codes. Yeah, uh, that's true. Yeah, that's, <laughs> this is just the, this, this is the hazy the ritual. Yeah, if you want to stay on the show, um. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm whatever. I'm not even joking. I'm enthusiastic about both of these sponsors. Yeah, uh, yeah, me too. Yeah, um, James, do you, you wish that you'd made a graphing calculator? No, no. I mean, like, the, the, is, it too late? I mean? is it too late? Or are you well, too old now? No, it's a whole different problem. <laughs> like, honestly, I'm sure it is. But, okay, yeah. like. Th- baseline the secret that i never tell anyone is i don't actually like calculators that much <laughs> really we couldn't tell by your about screen and your dice I, I, and I all mean, of the bananas it's like i i enjoy <laughs> you making, like easter eggs is what you, you like loves yeah. math. a man loves math i like uh making user interfaces for yeah. things and yeah. like just playing around with stuff and the 3d stuff and and all that i mean yes of course, PCALC is the best calculator in the world. I mean, it is. You know, I can't, I can't deny that. But it, I, it's not because um, I really want to make every kind of calculator. And and there is a fine graphing calculator out there called Graphing Calculator. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> I I think like. I mean, what's your question? Do, do my, I wish my, I had my, a better okay, my, use my, for this stuff? So my right, my question. Well, two things. A we. Uh, we teased the difference between scene kit and reality kit, which I think we should come back to. But I suppose the the nut of the question is, um, has the are you tempted to do something with a three D spatial computing metaphor that had been hitherto sort of uh, felt unnatural? And I think, it, like I, I, I mentioned graphing calculators because, you know, you, you can plot three D equations and and have them, with it, but you've got to like sort of move them around in space. And being able to visualize a three D equation is something quite different, right? Um, I mean, like, I think if I'm going to start messing around with stuff, dice is the best. I agree. Thing yeah. for that because it's like. I can very easily, you know, imagine what it would be like to have a little 3D tray in front of you and you can roll dice into it and you can probably, you know, stick your hand into it and mm-hmm. knock them about or whatever in a, in a very tactile way. And I think that would be a fun thing to make. And I have most of the technology. So so let's, let's I think that's a great uh, uh, opportunity to dive into the differences between scene kit 
and Reality Kit. Yeah, I mean, like, Scene Kit is a, a kind of very traditional object-oriented thing, so, like, each object is a an object. Um, <laughs> yeah. Ooh, <laughs> hmm, I, I know, this is technical. Hang on, Stay I'm writing this down. Yeah. Well, uh, it's one of those things where the programming abstraction actually just happens to oh, work that, out that, perfectly it, in real life. It is one know? of those cases yeah. where like, I, I always struggled with object-oriented programming when I was a programmer because everything I did was very procedural, especially because I was brainly working on the web. But like, eh. that was the closest I ever got to it was like between this or like when I used to do like scripting for online like multiplayer text-based games where you could actually yeah. like create objects that had code on them that like you could like give between characters and stuff but like yeah having a physical object that has an object associated with it does make a kind of sense yeah Yeah. and you can get stuff like you know you can apply a force to an object you can find out how which direction it's pointing it's it's really sort of to my brain anyway it is very straightforward and it works a lot like how something like ui kit works you know where each button is an object kind of thing so it it's unlike other 3d apis i had used and i kind of got to uh know it pretty quickly and i really enjoy it and now it's going away (laughs) (laughs) well i don't think they've said it's going away no, but, they're not sad, but like if it hasn't been changed in no, three not, years. No, not sad. I, I don't think they've said it's going away. Yeah, yeah. But I will tell you, it's not getting a lot of love. Uh, as far as I understand, that team has moved on to, you know, other stuff. Well, so, as To my knowledge, they're doing like um, Memoji stuff or whatever it's called. Yeah, which is very cute. Uh, I think it's one of those things where scene kit is quite similar in some ways to or not similar but it 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 is a a ui kit or an app kit level take on doing a 3d engine and that has a very vanishingly small use case right uh i think for dice it's perfect and there's i'm sure there's any number of other apps that use it but it is not uh i I doubt it has the return on investment that you would want in order to keep putting a lot of time and very smart people's uh, attention into that uh, particular API, especially when RealityKit is kind of the way, not the way of the future, but the the way of the the present in terms of Vision OS. yeah, it I mean, would be great if they can make them play nicer together, but I kind of understand why they have. Uh, there's also to focus. Um, it, it's kind of fits in very. Uh, Reality Kit fits in very nicely with Swift UI, and Swift UI yeah. is again a completely different way of doing programming, and yeah. so I, as an old person, regard it with suspicion. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> but we're all so old but it's like i i can't like i'm 50 i can't change i can't really learn new things yeah um, yeah well guess what there's an old person and a conservative in a car <laughs> so i've heard just make sure they're not still listening like that's great just keep like they tuned in they're like oh no i'm still mad about this that's such a lazy joke i mean lex is funny but that's just a lazy joke anyway <laughs> Uh, um, but but the, yeah. yeah, the point the point is the um, reality kit. If you want to be doing any of the cool three D stuff, you need to be using reality kit, and they right. have enhanced it a lot. So you can like have Swift UI 
things stuck on your 3D model and 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 uh, it all seems to interoperate quite nicely with Swift UI and you know it, it's where all their their efforts have gone on this stuff so getting dice onto reality kit what's that going to take uh it's kind of done well done yeah but like uh, what, how was it going to take to get dice like on my virtual table or whatever well <laughs> I, I, if you if you pull out $3, your iphone if you pull out your iphone now you can do it like there is a there is a little ar mode and it will yeah. like scan your room and you can throw dice on your table but i gotta look through my table. phone i don't want to do that um so i like i've done so i've i did yeah. a prototype which shipped um and so there's not like it's not rocket science to do it's it's pretty simple you know you mm-hmm. can just create objects as well and you know uh but this time you're doing it and uh it's actually rendering it in proper 3d uh, and i think that, i think it will look quite nice but yeah so so i i guess we should describe to the users that uh scene kit is a 3D framework, but when rendered on Vision Pro, it effectively renders to a texture, and then that texture is uh, displayed in a planner yeah, fashion it, on the screen. It's be... flat. It looks flat. It's 3D, but it's flattened. I don't know how to describe that without breaking people's heads. But It's uh... like, well, how about it's like looking at a television? It's like looking um... at a television, yeah. The whole thing is 3D, but guess what? It's on a flat plane. As opposed to an actual 3D object object yeah Yeah, and and you can make things you can make these portals as well where you're basically looking through into a a 3d scene and so that is nobody wants to see flat 3d in this thing it's going to be it's going to look weird yeah well it's disconcerting right because the light source is coming from a different angle everything's a little weird um i don't want to throw up also, what I'm looking cool. for is like the ability <laughs> so, to spend thirty five hundred dollars on a headset to replicate the thing I could do if I just went and got my dice out of the attic. And then, look, <laughs> yeah, this I mean, is, you could this just is look technological at progress. Dan. Yeah. <laughs> you need to. Yeah, I, I could I, also give you five hundred d six. Well, so uh, just yeah, to finish really, the dif- yeah. <laughs> just to di- uh, finish the differentiation between uh, Scene Kit and Reality Kit. Uh, reality Kit has an entity component system at its core, which is. Uh, the way a lot of game engines are actually created, and you can create your own uh, called systems, and a system uh, can have a component that's attached to an object, and that system can update them. So one of your components would be a physics component, and that would carry the weight and sort of angular momentum and all of that of, of an object, and the system would update that and have them interact appropriately. A uh, particle system would be another own it with the system that kind of thing so you can extend your objects in interesting and novel ways by adding these new uh, components and systems um which is distinct and different from scene kit where basically you're either subclassing or you are creating uh a mirror sort of part of the world and then uh setting the attributes on the individual scene kit objects directly in order to have them uh, respond um 
this is definitely the kind of content that the listeners are crazy. <laughs> <laughs> this is the kind of content they're getting, okay? <laughs> I I don't know. I think there's some value to this. I, yeah, like, no, I think value, so yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We usually don't have any value on the show, oh, so it's, sorry. it's unfamiliar. <laughs> is the problem? Except, except it's the just, deals. It's great. You're just on the wrong show. <laughs> but yeah, this is this is debug. We 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 slipped. Well, up that's okay. I mean, we we said we were going to take it for the show, so let's take it for the show. Yeah. So uh, debug level stuff. Um, how does I, I that, think how thing, does that interact with your like? So the thing there's, the there's thing, two components to dice, right? Render the dice and have the physics component where they bounce around and actually land on. I mean, so I I, I uh, factored out a lot of the code, so it will run like the stuff that works out. Like, what is the value of all the dice? Mm-hmm. I can run that across Reality Kit or Scene Kit. It's no problem. And all the stuff with the rendering is it like, physics based or is it just like I'm going to pick a number and have them? It's totally physics based. It's okay. just like yeah, create the object and then literally throw it with some random uh, values. Okay. Do you uh, use your own physics engine or do you hook into? No, I use uh, the the scene kit one and the reality kit one. Okay, it's, so in uh, the, I mean they have the same answers. Which I mean, they, they who knows? Right, <laughs> it's, it's like <laughs> I, I know it's, it's sounds, not his problem. It sounds well, yeah, that's true. It's, it, kind it's of not like you problem. want it to yeah. be as random as possible, so it's right. not like you yeah, can, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it sounds for randomization. Who can like send me something it, back? I don't know. It like, may sound what are you silly. Tell, tell it it's not randomized enough. I it guess may, you well, could. You could, yeah. It, it may sound silly to a non-programmer. That, like a physics simulation may come up with a different answer, but a programmer is like, yeah, man. Who knows? I'm sure. That's no, I'm like, sure it could come up with a different answer. I just like I, mean, I, I, I the, the 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 validity of that answer is is certainly above my my pay grade. Well, it, when you're rolling dice, good enough, right? Like good enough for rock and roll. So. I mean, like ultimately, I could just like get a number between one and twenty from yeah. the system. It's yes. you know, yeah. I, I'm. In this case, you know, taking a $3,500 device and like hundreds of uh, years of engineering time to yeah. create a number from 1 to 20. <laughs> I but... love it. I love how arbitrary it is. But Let's yeah, I mean, like so that, much compute. Yeah. That, that, <laughs> stuff, that stuff all works. And, and I think it, it should be fairly easy to do. It, the, the main problem is like my app is UIKit and I will need to kind of rewrite the, the UI parts of it. But there's actually not that much of it. It's there's a lot of you know. It's just like here's ten buttons to roll these different kinds of dice or whatever. So that's easy enough to do in Swift UI. Um, and you can mix and match. There's there's actually there's some WWDC sessions. There's, there's one on UI Kit and UI Kit on this thing where they're like, yeah, you can do this stuff, and you can you know drop drop in some Swift UI if you need to if you need to want to do some three D yeah. uh, nonsense. But it, I think that I'm surprised how much they are allowing you to do without doing Swift UI. And I kind of think that it's like uh, they wanted Microsoft Office. And that's it. Yeah, I mean, they shut off uh, Adobe App too. Now I'm blanking on the name because it wasn't the one I do. <laughs> uh, <laughs> one of the bad are, are you allowed yeah. to say that? <laughs> Uh, Lightroom, Lightroom. They showed off Lightroom, and I, I happen to know that uh, there was no alterations made to it. And I think I do think that some of that is positioning the device. Uh, not accidentally, it has the word "pro" in the name. I think it is, you know, it costs what it costs. God knows how much money they're making on it. I suspect less than is typical to them. Uh, and it does intrigue me the way that it has been 
positioned as a sort of a high-end uh, professional device rather than something uh, catered to, to games like a PlayStation VR kind of setup. Yeah, I mean, like, there was virtually no game stuff. I mean, there, there was, like, you can sit on your couch and play a 2D game like flat on a giant television yeah i think with a controller i actually honestly think that'll be more fun like i mean i can see that that. yeah um i don't need to work out like like we've covered i'm i'm old and i I don't i want to fall over my coffee table and get my cocktail stuck in my chest i I was i was actually genuinely surprised they didn't show off something like beat saber just to give like an example of something so that's curious because there could be limitations in terms of the tracking speed they don't have um I believe Beat Saber had, uh, well, no, Beat Saber uses the, the wands? What are they called? The two sticks that you hold in your hand. And like they, oh, yeah, they've got gyroscopes yeah. in them. Yeah, they, they, they've got gyroscopes in them so you can basically figure out. I mean, uh, like if you're hit. on like a PSVR 2 or whatever, it is doing the, the inside out tracking and, and all that stuff and looking is at it? the yeah. controllers. So it, it's got, pro- the PSVR 2 has proper controllers like a Quest. Yeah. Um, so the tracking is much nicer. The other so, thing yeah. is, it's not out yet, and they may well have another event that's like, hey, by the way, since then, yeah. since we announced Here's gaming it, and fitness and all the other stuff. Here's all that game. Yeah. 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 I mean, like, I, I was kind of... The other thing is uh, No Man's Sky has a VR mode. Yeah. Um, and mm-hmm. No Man's Sky, they seem to have been working them quite a bit and measure, talk about them a lot. Yeah. So it wouldn't surprise me if we got a No Man's Sky port for this thing. I um, Yeah, I thought I, they were going to announce that already. Yeah, but, same. But they didn't. Yeah. They didn't want to talk about gaming. Yeah, I think. <laughs> they, well, again, Apple. I think that's a positioning thing, right? Like that's a that's a clear choice. Mm-hmm. We are going to. Is Microsoft? They're office. making it more right. of a computer. It's a, than it, a well, it's also machine. it was yeah. also WWDC as opposed to you know an iPhone event. There's slightly different audiences. I mean, yes, more people listen. Yeah. You watch it, but it's a developer audience, and so it was kind of there to be like, here's all the various things because like most people aren't making games, right? A lot of those developers are making apps that are probably. I don't want to say boring, but like they're more like your words of the world, right? They're utilities. They're things that get jobs done. And it's yeah, like, yeah, here, yeah. there's a place for you. There's a place for your apps. It's not just about games and just about fitness, right? Yeah, like it's yeah. About I, I, have, like, I have a strong, uh, really good vibe about productivity software, I think. I mean, they're like, I, I think what they, what they were saying is that this is a computer. You know, you can sit here, you can do all the stuff that you need to do. Um, and then you can, you know, watch Netflix or whatever. Uh, I'm out. You can live entirely in the Vision Pro, but only for two hours. (laughs) (laughs) I would leave Peacock next to my next to my stovetop. I would I would be constantly trying to just either measure things or add. Just so you don't lose it somewhere in (laughs) my calculator. Oh no, it's on fire. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, yeah, so that's that's the thing. This is like this is a computer for your face. It's not. being marketed at least not yet as, as a as more of like the consumer entertainment device stuff like the, the quest like meta announced the details of the quest 3 like the week before mm-hmm. um wwdc yeah. and that looks interesting it's got more ar ar stuff it's got like pass-through cameras better quality ones and it's yeah. like 500 dollars. um but you know that is the thing that you'll be playing beat saber on uh, yeah. Don't tell me I, what I'll be doing. <laughs> you can do whatever you like, Dan. <laughs> I, but I don't think you'll get Microsoft Office for. Your, do you, your do you know it's weird? Uh, you can actually stream uh, the the 
the the octagon battle between Elon Musk and uh, and, and Zuck <laughs> right into your meta. It's gonna be it's gonna mm, be say, to feel I, the can feel I leave, the sweat dripping down your face. Can I leave is, that window next to my stove and set it on fire? I was, I was about great. to say yeah, that's probably one you could just dump right into the garbage can. Uh, well, if, you, if you leave a window in another room, is there like something that will yes. like automatically fly it back into the room where yeah, you are? You, no, no, actually, I, you need to you need to leave it with an air tag. That's the that's the upsell. <laughs> <laughs> like, wait, we have we have yeah. programmatically it's gone back real to the bad. point where find, I actually just leave my stuff real in the wrong you, room. When you leave your window yeah. in like a hotel room you were in, you gotta go fly all the <laughs> yeah. way back. You gotta, yeah. no uh, good. I, I keep losing my setting screen under the couch. It's just so <laughs> All your change. All right, look, yeah. we, we've had a lot of technology content, and that's good. But we also have, importantly questions to answer from people who give us money to ask us <laughs> questions very important and of course you can become one of those elite people by going to prime.reboundcast.com and, and signing up for rebound prime for just five dollars a month you get question access you get the ability to listen to the bootleg you get a bonus episode every single week and of course the rebound prime discord which is a great place to hang out so a few questions we've got here uh first up uh, Holger asks, uh, cue the closing car door sound. What's your take on more and more car companies, first Ford, then GM, and now also Rivian, announcing they'll switch to Tesla's charging port, which is NAC. I think we should wait for Lex to get back. Lex answered it question, in the Discord, because yeah, yeah. that's the kind of value he just gives away. Exactly. I will say... You didn't even... Yeah. Let me... Let me throw, I will throw out that I, I did... I think I mentioned this I drew, in the bonus episode. I drove a Tesla while I was out at WWDC. Uh, ended up renting one. Uh, it was not my intent, but I ended up with one. And I had to charge it on the way back. It was my first experience charging an electric car. And I looked like an idiot as I drove repeatedly into parking spaces <laughs> and realized I couldn't plug it in. Uh, but if the other ones are harder than I that, then YouTube, that's even actually. worse. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I mean, I, I think this is like you know the EU saying everybody should use USB-C for charging. You know, it kind of makes sense. Um, yeah, I, I think. No, I think it's like <laughs> me too. Well, there should be a standard, just, right? You shouldn't have to I drive. You don't should, have to yeah, drive up to right. a gas station and plug in an adapter so you Get can put gas Tesla in your car, gas. right? Like that's not. Yeah. yeah. I think um, it's perfectly fine to be honest. Standardized on different things. I think the people that were getting all bent out of shape about the EU mandating a USB-C thing are having a philosophical problem rather than a practical <laughs> problem, and. It's kind of, John Gruber, sorry. Yeah, yeah, jo- literally John Gruber and, and, and Ben, who have both basically both come around to being like, yeah, USB C is going to be better. It's like, yeah, I yes. Yeah. Like, every time I get a new, every well, time I get a new it, device with USB C, it's just like, I know, thank and, goodness. I know, and it's like, well, I mean, if they'd done it with mini USB or oh. yeah, mini USB, it would have been garbage. It's like, yeah, but they didn't, did they? They yeah, did it, it with this. Well, so, it it like maybe, Apple yeah. design um, USB C. Literally, effectively, whatever they were part of the process. My yes, my wife whatever. said to me the other day. She said that was a thing that would get her to upgrade her phone. Was if it used a USB C charger. And I was like, I can't blame you. I mean, that's a practical problem, right? Like, you don't have to hunt around and be like, oh, God, which adapter is this thing using? Yeah. Like, her phone still has a 30-pin dock port on it, right? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Firewire, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Firewire so, is cool. It's a great connector. It's got a lot of bandwidth. There's a lot of cool things you can do with it. Good enough for a, a charging standard. Like, they're not saying all of your machinery must work over USB-C. They're just like, hey, look, can you let this plug charge your thing? It's pretty basic. I, and I think that's yeah. and I think it's a good exa- thing. It's and exactly this, the same with the cars. So what we're exactly. all saying is plug in your car yeah. over USB-C. Come on. Mm-hmm. Let's get, yeah, get it done. Why they no, we, we yeah. want... Uh, I do feel... I do feel <laughs> Firewire. <laughs> Firewire or... <laughs> I do want to call out that Dan said he accidentally rented a Tesla 
But what he has not explained is his uh, MAGA tattoo. Oh. It's really weird. <laughs> He's just, oh, I just accidentally oh, got now, a MAGA tattoo. Now I'm going to stop listening to this show. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. I, I'm looking forward to the cage match between Guy and Dan. <laughs> yeah. Nobody yeah, wants we, that. We, we're, yeah, we're opening up for Musk and I Zuck. wouldn't say nobody. <laughs> uh, Zach, Zach Next asks, question. Zach asks, yeah. how are you planning on celebrating Prime Day? Yeah, uh, I was going to say, we're, like, we're ro- rocketing towards Prime Day. We with, haven't even mentioned with it. an FTC lawsuit, anybody or yeah, right? Huh. Um, Wait, yeah, cons- against, against them making it difficult to stop Prime, subscribing. Yeah, yeah which honestly, Prime. I saw uh, somebody linked to Ben. <laughs> Maybe Thompson's. if they just look, if you just as long as Amazon says something about conservatives, people will find a way to subscribe. <laughs> I, I saw Ben Thompson wrote a long piece about this, and I don't know, it was a slightly weird piece because the end was like. Um, Look, not that many people are trying to cancel because it's such a good series. <laughs> I was like, nah, that's a weird way to frame it. But I will argue he's not wrong that like, yeah, it, there are other services that make it way harder. I mean, like, like in the yeah, days you we had to, to call the New York or... Times right to like kill oh, yeah. I think they've done away with that. But they for fixed a long that. Time, yeah, they really that. did. Yeah. And so, like, I let us put it this way: I'm sure Amazon has worked extremely hard to retain people, and that may include making it harder. Uh, to like you know cancel your subscription than just being able to click a button which is one thing i think apple has actually done remarkably well like the other day a month ago i signed up my dad for a trial of apple music so he could try apple classical and i was like you know the other day i had a reminder up and i was like i gotta get him to cancel it so he doesn't start getting charged for it and so i sent the instructions on apple's site to my mom and like hey can you just do this on his on his phone and she's like oh yeah that was really easy i was like see that that's the way it should be just go in the settings (laughs) turn it off you're done what yeah, I'm hearing I, here is you haven't added your parents to your family. It's call. a whole thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I I I like Ben. We get along fine. That sounds like I'm about to say something crappy about him, but uh, <laughs> the and I'm not uh, at all. Uh, he has a. I think his his first instinct is to uh, rebuff any sort of governmental interference with. Uh, companies. So an FTC thing is going to sort of rile him the wrong way. Uh, I don't necessarily think his point is bad. In fact, I kind of agree with it. Uh, at the same time, I would really love, there's a few things I would really love, is uh, when uh, Apple says, like, change your password is being compromised. Like, I want to click that button and have it work every single time. Like, I want websites to agree on a standard that makes it easy for me to change your password. Uh, I would like to be able to cancel a subscription in an easy way across the board every single time. I want to be able to unsubscribe from email every single time. And this is getting closer and closer. And partially, some of it's in just uh, like a social agreement. Some of it is uh, like ad hoc uh, technology agreements. Like this is the URL that you do to, to cancel something. And some of it, unfortunately, has to be forced uh, by the people. And ultimately, the government is the people. And when the people have had enough, we say, screw you. This is the way that and then needed the EU to work. comes in and fixes it all for you. <laughs> well, basically. Well, well, yeah, there's the other thing. It's like the EU being the big specter and like, well, we're going to do something weird and just force people to do it. It's like, well, half the time, it's just cementing something that's common, uh, commonly understood to be the best practices. Anyway, long story short, uh, yeah, I, both in terms of the, ch- the charging points and, uh, ports and this, uh, I think 
broadly, everybody agreeing on a certain set of standards makes the world bigger I, and better and, and moves us towards the future of Starfleet, where we all just want to be. <laughs> yes. I, I'm, I'm yes. going celebra- to celebrate Prime Day by ordering like all of Dan's books again. That's- <laughs> yes. Well, that's good. Oh, you know what? Go. That was a segue, James, because our next question is from Mahir, who asks, Dan, how can I get a signed copy of your new book? Uh, which I have to say, this is uh, may disappoint some people. My next book is not coming out in print, at least currently. It is only available in ebook, and hopefully, it should be available in audiobook. Uh, so get the cheapest date. Kindle that you can get. Sign, send it to it me. In the mail I'll sign it for you mm-hmm. and sign and send it back. I promise to send it back. Um, no, I I would love to do potentially a print run. Though this this for reasons that are probably longer than worth going into on this podcast. This, this is being published through my agency. And so in order to do a print run, we'd have to essentially do our, we'd have to like print it and maintain inventory. You would have to get a printing press yourself. Yes. I, I would have to hire Glenn Fleischman. I'm sure Fleischmann. Glenn Fleischman. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and, and then I would have to deal with the, every writer's worst dread, which is inventory. Uh, and I don't oh, I want... thought you meant dealing with Glenn Fleischman. <laughs> <laughs> That's the second, second biggest dread. Uh, I don't want boxes of books cluttering out my office. I already got enough books in my office. Uh, Mihir has two more questions, so we're going to shoot through these. Uh, on the Vision Pro, the only correct window size for PCALC is 42 inches. Agree or disagree? I mean, 42 inches, what, I like think square, or like, just 42 full, inches. 42 full inches away. a line. You're yeah. never more than 42 inches is... from a PCALC window, <laughs> James. I, I mean, I, I personally think it's stupid to have a giant <laughs> peek out window but that will not stop me uh publishing screenshots of it and saying, uh, one of the one of the lovely things I, I i think we forgot to mention about vision pro is that uh you don't draw buttons or anything you uh I all of the buttons that you have uh, are submitted as geometry to the window server which then renders them and that gives them the edge effects and the the global lighting and all that uh which is fascinating and different and you are less in control of the pixels that are displayed on the screen than you have been on any other apple device and it is all in service of trying to make it like a really unified uh and cohesive visual environment because otherwise if every app was doing its own thing you'd get dizzy real quick i'm gonna fight those pixels (laughs) yeah man Fight the future. Fight the, man. Like, Fight that the X, like the X-Files movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Mihir also asks, while listening to music, do you like the crossfade feature? The new feature, this is in iOS 17, uh, throws me off when listening to music on shuffle. I had to turn it off. I've had this on because I've upgraded to the beta. Maybe we'll talk about that in the bonus episode. And um, I got used to it for years because it was in music, but then I on the Mac and iTunes. But I, you know, it was never been on the iPhone before. So I kind of forgot about it and then it was weird as i was listening to a playlist i had made and it like faded out a song and into the next song i was like yeah it's it's odd it's it, yeah i'm just not used to it anymore and it feels i can see strange. it you know for s- working better for certain songs where they end abruptly um because uh, because on the album they, that? they, it's weirder because they it go right down. into the next song yeah, that kind no, of thing i think that would probably be an instance where it works great but i do remember trying this out on the mac years ago and i did not like it so it is adjustable with like how much it fades you can there's a slider for like you know, how much overlap yeah but that's global i yeah. i yeah i fine people want to do it that's fine uh, People want to be wrong. That's okay. Exactly. Are you People cross listen about to it? this podcast at one point five speed. Yeah. Go for it. Uh, you're wrong. You're doing it wrong. Uh, well, jokes have that's timing. That's how they get it back like, down to forty minutes. 
Yeah, well, yeah, okay, we have gone a little long. <laughs> I mean, jokes have timing. We don't. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, the point is that, like, that's not the way the artist intended it to be crossfaded and whatever, man. Like, I, I listen like, to all my songs at 1.5 speed. Oh, my God, you're killing me. <laughs> I don't. That's a joke. I know, I know, I know. I know. The joke just, is the, killing him. The notion of it is just <laughs> making me like sick to my... Strip silence and... Smart yeah, speed your yeah. songs. No. Smart speed. I, yeah. I, I hate I hate the I just want to listen to the song and I don't yeah. want some something else coming in. Um But it's another yeah. song it's that a, you also want to listen to. Again, again, we're old, but honestly, they made albums like the way they made them. L- maybe listen to the album. Yeah, I mean it's like, like the, the, we, we we sat there with our, our LPs copies down this, onto yeah. tape. Are you and, just like checking off your list of like crotchety old man <laughs> things to say? <laughs> we had a bunch of we just had a bunch of other people unsubscribe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you'll get the the uh you know the MacBreak Weekly listeners or something. <laughs> you know, the Swift UI people wow. all over this stuff. Uh, I was okay. on MacBreak Weekly somebody... last year, last week and I made a joke. <laughs> I opened it and I said I was glad to bring the average age of the podcast down and I did <laughs> not think anyone else appreciated that. Oh, no. <laughs> They're oh, not being no. invited back, is what you're saying. You're still on this show, though. You're fine. You're fine here. Uh, Zach Knox asks, what would be on your schedule if you were vacationing in France? Let's call up our correspondent on the ground. <laughs> That's right, yeah. Go right to Lex. I've been to, I've been to Paris, but I haven't been out. Yeah. Uh, like, I haven't spent a lot of time outside of Paris and France. I'd like to. I was Neither only in Paris for like three yeah. days, and it was 20 plus years ago. So I, I think I'm yep, due to go too. back. Were we there at the same time? Yeah, John. We were, we were hanging out together. You don't remember? <laughs> Did you have a romantic I don't remember that because yeah, we didn't know each other. Well, that's because I was waiting for you on the top of the Eiffel Tower and you never showed mm. up. <laughs> okay. Well. I mean, I've done the. I did Paris and I did all the, the sort it, of you did the whole things thing. around there. You did it all. Um, <laughs> did the, like, uh, did you drop a wedding ring? thing all, all the, the sort of traditional paris stuff um if anyone says oh is this your wedding ring just say no just oh like, yeah sure i was um, in i was in paris years ago and uh i was walking through this graveyard and uh i saw john moltz just crying <laughs> crying <laughs> at the grave of uh, jim morrison just this uh-huh. was like 11 a.m. He was on his sure. fifth cocktail, and he was just just weeping deep tears. About it's because they have Jim the Morrison. same initials, by the way. <laughs> I did listen to the Doors long, long ago, and now I find them completely unlistenable. I <laughs> well, that's because I am the same way. I like them; they're fine. It's just I've guess what? I'm old. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know why I Shanghai paris that much it's a lovely city france is great uh nice is amazing except Shanghai, full of- paris <laughs> oh we do we, we, there's our there's our title we, we weren't keeping track oh, of I've got, oh i've got some i've, really oh, got yeah, okay. bunch. I've, I've said so many <laughs> dumb things already anyway yeah no paris is lovely and i hope lex is having a great time hopefully yeah. he's uh, diffusing yeah. a nuclear bomb uh, yeah. in the in the elevator <laughs> i guess i i mean i have you know i we i went to notre dame in 79 and then uh, we started standing in line in the, you know, when Karen and I went there, we started standing in line and it was just like taking forever. So we we eventually bailed. So I haven't been there in quite some time. It's, um, it's changed and I guess it's changed because it burned down. <laughs> yeah. I was about to say, sorry, I was, laughing at, not, yeah, I was laughing at Notre Dame back in, I was like, 
before the fire, and then you were like seventy nine. I'm like seventy nine. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 We were all mentally doing the arithmetic. Yeah, let me let me throw it out no, there. No, no. John was at Notre Dame before I was born. Uh, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> one of my one of my favorite running jokes that John and I do on Biff is pretending that Dan is like a young child and he's in his 40s it all it does is ages us and i, I kind of like yeah, it for it's that. a little bit of a backfire situation there yeah, yeah really. exactly yeah uh i will say i just throw this out there i know it's like the place that you go and it's over considered overrated but i love the louvre there's a lot of stuff there it's just skip the the mona i mean you can see the mona lisa but like don't spend uh, that much the cafeteria there. the so cafeteria is fantastic go to the cafeteria. no i don't Seriously, the food there was yeah. was just uh, amazing. We had some wine, we had some quiche. It was fantastic. I, I, had I will that. say the, my two favorite things. One, um, there if you sort of like go way down into like the basements or whatever, there's like the foundations of the stuff it was built, yeah. like this old fort stuff. Like old, that's old. super cool. And then yeah. there's like a lot of great. Oh, oh. wild yeah. like archaeology I, I, things too. Like um uh uh like. Like the code of Hammurabi there or something like I don't know. There's just oh, wild wow, stuff. Really? I think so. Yeah, like I, I, that's cool. I like antiquity stuff. You know that was stolen from other countries. Yeah, which yeah. probably be <laughs> I haven't done the but catacombs. I, like seeing it. <laughs> I haven't done the catacombs, and I would like to do that. Oh, I haven't either. Yeah, I'd be game for that. Yeah, the Louvre and, and museums in general are one of the places where uh, if you are ever in despair of the state of humanity, <laughs> we've yeah, really some incredibly remarkable, beautiful moving things and a museum will reconnect you to humankind so, so yeah. what i'm hearing is next week we're all going to paris that's right Lex can that's it yep. Lex can <laughs> show yeah. uh ivan asks where would you guess the vision pros or visions pro will be placed in a typical apple store layout adjacent to watches to phones or does it matter assuming it needs to take up its existing space in store which product line will get less square footage as a result <laughs> Um, the they've Mac. said they've talked about, or at least the Mark Gurman, I think other people have talked about this having like a separate area for it mm-hmm. because, and probably with some sort of like appointment system or whatever. I'm curious about that because I want to like, I don't want to commit to buying one, but I want to go in and try it out. And I assume they have to have that facility because like a limited number of people are going to drop thirty five hundred dollars on this without ever seeing the thing. Yeah. I mean, th- this, <laughs> like it's me, a- and I don't know who. I'm super <laughs> tempted. I told my wife. What if I I bought one, but then I returned it within the fourteen day? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think somebody very tempted. close to me that's like I, I tell them I'm going to buy it, and they're like, "Don't, don't buy it." I, I, look, I, I'm going I, to. I'm going to get the develop. Well, I'm going to try and get the develop kit. Whether they give me one is yeah. Is so question. we we're international, right? Which makes it even yeah, because they're not selling this thing outside right. the U.S. initially. But I, they've right, got to yeah. let developers in other countries build stuff. Um, uh, yeah. But the thing I was going to say with them that makes it slightly harder is if you need a prescription or your head is a funny shape or whatever, you're going to need like all the sort of measurement stuff. There was talk of an app to measure oh, your yeah, head. Scan your face. To, and, yeah. um, and and so I think it's going to be, they're going to need quite a, either, a, you know, a, a dedicated space that's kind of sealed off um, or... Yeah, I would think it's of, going to be at the back. It's going to I be wonder, it's I not wonder, something they, they you can just don't pick want people, up and you know, grabbing one and running out. Yeah, the door. do you do you think right. maybe they, I'm throwing this out here. Do you think maybe it's only available in some stores? Possibly. Yeah. Like some yeah. of the bigger yeah. stores basically. I, I mm-hmm. honestly I I without knowing anything, I suspect they could only make a certain number of these things. Uh Yeah. I suspect that they will be in the more flagshipy 
Because I literally kind of walked like past. We've got two stores in Ottawa. One of them's in the video center, which is like right next to the houses of parliament and where all the ambassadors and people trying to buy our government go to spend money. And the other <laughs> one's like in a mall out, out west kind of thing. Guess what? The, the one downtown is going to have it. Probably the one. Yeah, this is exactly what I think. I, I literally not. walked past the closest store to me yesterday, which is in the Cambridge Mall here. And it's, yeah, that it's, seems like it would have it. No, I don't think so Cambridge. because it's like oh. one. Thi- it's like a storefront, and it's one giant yeah. room, right? And it's like oh, not very big. But like yeah. we have a flagship down on Boylston Street in downtown Boston, which is three floors, and it's like well, you got plenty oh, okay. of space there. Okay. Uh, Cam- Cam- the, the word Cambridge just threw me off. Yeah, but it's going to be no. Like it's like the only. It's the only flag. Like right. it's the only important I, store left in that mall because that mall is dying. <laughs> Oh, okay. I, yeah, one yeah. one of the things I remember when the PlayStation VR two uh, PlayStation VR one was coming out, Sony did a tour certainly of the UK, and they like got some uh, vacant shop and set up like a little pop up VR place, and you could book, you could get an appointment, they would come, they would like take you through things, and they would uh, do that kind of thing, and and that seems like what you would need you would need mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. not just people turning up and saying i i would like to try the vision pro you need to actually you know make an appointment like and genius bar style numbers. yeah i think uh, unlike a phone where you pick it up and you scroll through the music or whatever it was that steve did on stage and you're like holy cow this is incredible i think i think you're going to need a handler exactly the experience that these people had uh, at the press event, I think mm-hmm. that that's good, more, like more that. likely to be the kind of thing that you're going to get. Maybe not a half hour kind of thing, but you know, five like getting fitted for an Indochino suit. It is. <laughs> it's exactly like that. You want to spend yeah. the time to get it done right, and you know it'll pay off at the end. In the end, and exactly. you wear them all to weddings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Back around. <laughs> Uh, Catch the moment. Our last question comes from Skylar Blue, who asks: Now that Lex isn't listening, who is your favorite co? <laughs> <laughs> well that's all we have I time mean, for <laughs> good night everybody <laughs> i don't know i'm not gonna answer that it's question. gotta be james it's gotta be i james. mean like i'm i was gonna that was my first reaction yeah. right i was gonna pick guy <laughs> yeah well, well we talk all the time and i'm always a dick to you so i, I don't know, yeah, really, I'm I'm gonna know like, why you would pick guy but okay <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna see dan in less than three weeks so oh really you know, I'm going to say Dan. Because, okay, smart. Uh, Very smart. <laughs> you know like, you know what's good for you. <laughs> James, yeah. are you coming out here or, is, or Dan? I, there's a secret event. Kind of <laughs> now, great. Discussed. It's good that you're telling wow. everybody about the secret event. Wow. <laughs> We're all I could getting this off earlier. Pro. I could just cut this off at like goodnight. That everybody. actually that works out great because Malt and I are also doing something <laughs> together. <laughs> we haven't planned it yet. That's we, no, why we We're riding bikes. That's what the Indochino suits are for. It's going to be amazing, Riding bikes John. down to the Circle K. <laughs> That's, oh, God. I would definitely do that with you, John. Yeah. <laughs>